Welcome to Brewing It Over with Cup North, the show that gives you the chance to deep dive into the topics shared in the content programme at our events. From social to consumer to sustainability issues, there's something for everyone. I'm Hannah Davis. And I'm Grace Talbot. And today we have something a bit different, don't we? We do. Mm. That's my teaser. Uh, Shall I I reveal? (laughs) Reveal, Hannah. Uh, Yeah, so... For the first time ever, we recorded a live recording of the Brewing Over podcast at Manchester Coffee Festival last year. I unfortunately wasn't available because um, there are many things to be doing while we're running the festival and the recording time clashed with uh, our extracted development prize ceremony. So I was doing one thing uh, while Grace took the lead with this one. But uh, it worked very well because Grace got to interview uh, one of her great coffee pals. Do you want to tell us who you had the pleasure of interviewing, Grace? Absolutely. I had the joy of chatting with Helena Gluckner on stage. Helena has their own podcast called Big Slurp Energy, which is mm-hmm. just a fantastic name. And it's also up to all sorts of things, both within coffee and outside of coffee. They're a super creative person and... They're one of those people that actually I feel like I'd sort of like seen on social media. I'd like sleuthed on them um, and not met, but had convinced myself like would be pals. And then um, I was actually invited to speak on their podcast and very quickly decided, yes, we are best friends now. So I was really, really, really pleased to be able to chat with them, especially at Manchester Coffee Festival. It's yeah, I had. I mean, you'll you'll see this soon, but I had quite a lot of big feelings that weekend uh, that may have come out whilst chatting. Well, that happens at events, I think, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially just as, you know, to make the listeners aware, this recording happened at like five o'clock or 4.30 on the Sunday afternoon. So Grace has been in the same building for four days (laughs) with thousands of people. Like we're all crying by that point. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, I spend a lot of tears at our events in a in a really generally positive way. I think there's this like huge, mm-hmm. I don't know, output. Like we we think about these things so much in the run up to it, and then it's actually happening. And there's this huge mm-hmm. relief, even if things are going wrong. There's relief because things going wrong in real life are problems you can tackle versus the exhausting endless possibilities that swirl around your brain in the run-up but also um extractive development uh, people will know this already we 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 just love it so much and like I'm really fortunate that I get to chat with the competitors before they're actually competing we like have online meetings and emails and phone calls and then to actually see them like performing I think Mel and Andrea had just literally gone on stage and I'd watched them walk in and then had to run to do the record. And I <laughs> was already crying just seeing them smash it. They had like really awesome boiler suits and I don't know. Yeah, big feelings, like I say. So let's not let's not shame people for feeling big feelings, myself included, maybe. Not at all. That's why we love having you on the Cup North team <laughs> because you do care, and that's you know important. So, yeah, yeah. Hannah has seen me cry a lot. No shaming Sorry, feelings. Hannah. <laughs> 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 I, like it's. I have a lot of respect for people who can cry in public. I wish I could. I just cry in toilets. <laughs> oh. 
The crying happens just now in front of anyone. <laughs> well, uh, if you ever want company, um, drop me a message. I'll come meet you in the toilet for a secret cry. I, I will definitely not judge you, but, you know, <laughs> however we cope. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I might need to do get some more therapy before I start crying in front of people. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. we always, we advocate for therapy, whoever you are. Living life is hard. Uh, I, I feel like this might come up in this yeah. podcast as well, uh, in the recording, but therapy is a good thing. If you have access to it, do it. Well, yeah, it does, because uh, you'll learn quite a bit about Helena during the chat. Uh, but yeah, they are training as psychotherapists, I think it was. Mm. Uh, we learn a little bit more about their love for musicals, which <laughs> made my day. I love a musical, yeah. especially when I'm driving in the car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, RuPaul makes uh, his de- debut uh, on the podcast. Which, well, which is not, incredible. He's not actually, he's not actually there. Well, yeah, yeah, no spoiler. Like it's <laughs> yeah. not, it's not the RuPaul Charles. But given how often Ru yeah. is like in my brain, I think it's quite remarkable. We've gone this long without a Drag Race reference. So thanks, Helena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they brought it all so yeah mm-hmm. stick around we'll play the recording for you now uh just after we take a short break for an advert from one of our partners Ponti espresso machines which are made in france for those who don't know are handcrafted with a genuine passion for innovation and coffee excellence for over 65 years Conti has been combining exceptional quality and reliability to create the finest espresso machines their mission is not simply to design a coffee machine, but to give their products an identity which makes them stand out from other espresso machines. Discover more about their products at conti-espresso.co.uk. Guys, welcome back. Hello. How are we all? Welcome to the Hello. final talk of the weekend. Woo! We made it. It's been a journey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it has been a journey. Looks like we made it. <laughs> I'm here I know you're feeling karaoke. it, mate. <laughs> uh, so to finish off the weekend, uh, we're going to have uh, now a live recording uh, for our Brewing It Over podcast, Woo! Woo! Uh, which is uh, super, super cool. Uh, I don't know if anyone's been to a live recording of a podcast before. It's great. It's good fun. Um, so yeah, over to you guys. Enjoy yourselves. Let us know if you need anything. Thanks. All right. Oh, thank you. Might need a foot rub. Are you up for that or no? I'll see you in a bit. Hey. <laughs> uh, wait, before you go, everybody, Nat has not emceed for Manchester Coffee Festival before. Been running the talk stage the past two days. It is no mean feat to be personality person, and he's done an absolutely stellar job. Yeah, he I really know there's has. not loads of you, but please, the biggest oh, round of applause you. that you can generate. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. You kept it all going, running smoothly, and been just, just a joy, and reflected <laughs> us well, so we're very glad to have you. Oh, thank, thank you, guys. You. Thank you. Rest well. Yes, thank we you shall. Lots of takeout and beers tonight, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think everyone's on that tonight. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, I'll leave you to it. Thank, thank you, you, guys. Thank you. Um, so, I am Grace Talbot. Hello, she, her. I am part of the Cup North team. Cup North are the people who put on Manchester Coffee Festival, also Birmingham Coffee Festival, and coming 2024, Dublin Coffee Festival. Woo! In addition to doing festivals, I co-host the podcast, Brewing It Over, my fabulous, fabulous colleague, Hannah, who's sadly not here right now. 
Um, so today I am going to be chatting with just joy in a person, this sunshine of a human here, Helena Gluckner. Round of applause, please, everybody, again. I know energy is low. Helena, welcome. Hello. Hello. How are you feeling? Do you know what? I, I was saying to you just before we started, but yeah. I'll say it again. This is actually the thing that I've been most nervous for yeah. all day. And I think it's, there's something about talking about yourself. It's very, you're very vulnerable. You just feel very vulnerable. Like, but I'm also incredibly excited. It's like that weird... Excitement. Yeah, nerves. balance of like yeah. anxiety and excitement. I well, feel that, like that's how I live most of the time. I was going to say, that's a flavour I relate to. And um, I think we'll do us well in the topics we're probably going to cover in our Brewing It yeah. Over chat. Uh, to ease you in and to get our lovely audience to know you a little better, yep. I am going to ask you some really tough questions. Three of them. Really hard. Okay, I'm ready. ready. This is actually a super hard question for a coffee professional. What's your coffee order? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> oh, come on, I don't, I don't mind me. Oat flat white. Oat flat white. Oat All flat day, white. every day. I'll go for batch brews sometimes. Uh-huh. Like, but first thing in the morning, oat if flat I can white. have an oat flat white, yeah, just that—that that makes is my it? day. See, I—I I don't do oat flat whites in the morning. I'm like a black coffee in the morning. But if I'm sad, <laughs> I like a little oaty cuddle, a little treat, a little treaty. <laughs> okay, so oat flat white. Yep. New Dream Cafe. You're about to sit down. Mm-hmm. Take your first sip. Yep. What music is playing? Like, this is the hard question okay, for me. Okay, I lied before. Um, tough. It's going to depend what mood I'm in. But I, I think it was right I now. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expose something about myself right now. Starting strong. Excellent. I really love musicals. You're a, you're a muso, though. You're a theater um, kid, right? Yeah, when yeah. I'm driving, okay. I really like to sing along to musicals uh-huh. soundtracks. So I think, actually, my dream cafe... Yeah. There's no one around to hear it. Well, it's your dream. But I'm sing al- singing along okay. to musicals and is, sipping my oat flat white. Is there a specific musical number? <laughs> like, we're getting into the heavy stuff now. Is there a musical number that would really lift your spirit? Um, let me think. I, I really like the Rent soundtrack. <laughs> Excellent. There we so, go. Yeah. Thank you. Got some yeah. musical fans in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of a niche one. But well, do you know you what? Go. I love Les Mis right and I like doing do you hear the people sing yeah. that would really get me weirdly that would cheer me up even though yeah. it's a super it does, uh, it? low yep. mood sort of themed song okay musicals do you know what I'm not surprised actually but I was surprised initially mm. good answer I feel like people don't see that side of me very often but we're here to it's expose. there it exists we're here to expose it all and bring okay. it over Manchester Coffee Festival okay Last question of the initial trio. Mm. What is your most memorable or one of your most memorable coffee shop experiences? That I do think is tough. Yeah, that is tough. Um, I think probably the first kind of place that I really drank specialty coffee on purpose Mm -hmm. and kind of started to understand what I was drinking and what I liked about it was Atkinson's in Lancaster. Ooh, shout out there. Um, yeah, so shout out to them. And I have one memory of a day when, so I was at university there. Okay. Um, I have one memory of a day when I woke up and I had a, a text from someone saying, Ian McKellen is in Atkinson's oh right now. God. Oh my God. 
And this um, is memorable. Yeah, and I, uh, I was still in my pajamas. But I was like, it's about a 15-minute walk, five-minute run. I can do this. Chucked on some clothes, ran up the hill. Oh my! And God. then casually walked into Atkinson's, like. <laughs> Has Ian McKellen. And he was there? He was there. What was his order? Oh, I wish I knew. Flash, was he also singing musical numbers from Rent? Because if so, <laughs> this is definitely a memorable experience. <laughs> it really was. Um, I think they've now got a little plaque on the, the bench that he sat on on that day. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, shout out to Atkinson's because yeah. that was definitely where I first started to, to learn about specialty. And, um, and it started... It all went from there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's actually a great segue into a bit more about who you are, because you are a specialty coffee person, but there's lots more sides to you than that. So are you happy to share a little bit about who you are? Yeah. Just um, the love of specialty? It's funny. I think it's probably the same for a lot of specialty coffee people. Uh, air, quotes. air quotes. for the podcast yeah. record. <laughs> you have to remember to do these things. Um, but... You know, when I'm hanging out with most of my friends, they don't really know about this world. Yeah. You know, they get glimpses of it or they hear about where I'm off to this weekend. But um, to them, I'm just, you know, I just really like coffee. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it's quite... And that's it's, as far as it goes for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very different. Like, it's an interesting part of your identity because to some people it really matters and yeah. to others it's just like, okay, cool, good for you, nice hobby. <laughs> um but yeah, I um, work in specialty. I work for Cartwheel Coffee Roasters in Nottingham, um, who are just over there. Show Great guys. Um, but I also uh, run a podcast on my own. Run a podcast? Yes, you should know that. You were on it. What's the name of the podcast? <laughs> uh, so the podcast is Big Slurp Energy. Fantastic. So, um, Fantastic. We talk about mental health a lot, about community. Um, a bunch of other stuff. The idea behind it was just creating something that felt light-hearted, that felt fun, yep. without too much jargon. Yeah. Um, it's about coffee, but it's also about hospitality. It's about having a quarter-life crisis. Yeah. Um, or everyday life yeah. crisis. You know. Yeah. yeah. And mental health is uh, something I'm really passionate about, and I'm also uh, training part-time to become a psychotherapist so so my side thing not many hats that you wear training part-time is that in the form of studying yes yeah so it's um a really cool training provider in uh, nottingham which is then accredited by a university but it's very chill it's not like normal uni so i'm actually a two-time uni dropout excellent a lot of us are yeah they got the dropouts you'll find that a lot in uh in coffee but um yeah and i dropped out because i was having such a bad time with my mental health at the time so it has been terrifying yeah to go back to study but it's very different now i mean it's very holistic we all sit around on bean bags and talk about our feelings yes (laughs) Do you find that um, studying it has empowered you to better understand your own relationship with your mental health? Definitely. And there's a big focus on becoming really self-aware. Yeah. So you need to be in therapy the entire time. Wow. You need to do a lot of work on yourself because, you know, yeah. you don't love yourself. How in the hell are you going to love somebody else? I think I've heard someone <laughs> say that. Can I get an amen to a shout out really to Paul? I'm brewing it over. I think this is the first time we've organically brought that in. No way. Oh, this is a great moment for me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I love it. I, I really love it. I mean, my favorite thing about coffee is, is the community that you yeah. get from it, is the people you meet. Um, 
yeah, just all these different interactions that we get to have, especially yeah. at events like this. Um, but even like when I run workshops at Cartwheel and we get like, I ran a workshop the other day and there was like two finance bros finance who had bros. like capital F, capital B. Yeah, yeah, ca yeah, yeah, coffee machines at home and they'd watched a bunch of James Hoffman videos and they were just so excited to be there. And yeah. it reminds you, doesn't it? When you see it, people coming into it for the first time, you're like, yes, yeah. I remember feeling that way. And there's no cynicism about their newness. You're just thrilled to see it in someone else. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I was so, like, I, their excitement was, like, contagious. Yeah. And I kind of left that day being like, oh, this, like, yeah, so oh, you know what? I am going to look up that question that they asked me that I oh. didn't know the answer to. Because people, you know, yeah. how you figure out the gaps in your knowledge as well. It is, yeah. And um, admitting it is fine. Hmm. I think, actually, we covered this, didn't we? So I joined Helena on Big Slurp Energy. And we spoke about mental health and we covered the concept of imposter syndrome. And so many people after that episode reached out to me and said like, oh my God, I feel the exact same way. And they were like, in my mind, established coffee professionals. And I think we fell into this trap for a while of being like, I can't admit that gap in my knowledge. And that bred this feeling of imposter because we were seeing everybody seemingly know it all. But now I feel like things are changing a bit. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think definitely when I started in coffee, I was too afraid to ask some questions yeah. because I felt embarrassed that I didn't know the answer to them. Yeah. And then I would go home and try and find them on the internet. Yeah. Um, but also because sometimes things are explained to you in a way that isn't accessible to totally. you. Yeah. Um, so it's, it is nice to see more people able to admit that. So yeah. So you're speaking about it more openly. Yeah. Um, but I do think probably a lot of people here have experienced that. Yeah, and, that um, feeling. You know, that's the thing that comes with imposter syndrome is being afraid to say that you feel like yeah. an imposter as well. Well, I am happy to go on record and say I feel like an imposter all the time. Me too, me too. Yeah, and yeah. you are someone who's, you know, you're, you've been on stage even today hosting Cup Tasters. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that people hear that behind that, you have these feelings because the perception from someone watching is this like really confident outward person and you've still got these feelings inside and you're happy to talk about the experiences as well, right? Yeah, it's funny because when I do things like that, like the emceeing, and people come up to me and say like, oh, you know, wow, you were so like charismatic, so bubbly and you know, wow, like it's so great to meet you. I, in my head, I'm just like, but I'm just, I'm just a normal person. Like anyone could do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just have this feeling in your head of like, oh, well, why are you making such yeah. a big deal? It's not, it's not a big <laughs> deal, but it is something, it's something that I would have been terrified to do 12 months ago. 12 months, as recent as that. Yeah, and I think, I mean, for me, this has been a year of doing terrifying things. Was this a conscious decision you made? I then? think it was. Yeah? I think it was. Because there was a moment when I was, like, feeling really disconnected from okay. the coffee industry. Feeling like I couldn't quite find my place in it. And I kind of said to myself, do you know what? What I'm going to do is I'm just going to throw myself in fully yep. for a short while, see what happens. And what happened? What happened was I did a bunch of things which made me really anxious. <laughs> um, but I also did a bunch of amazing things. Yeah. Um, were the things that made you anxious the same things that were amazing? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Fancy that. But some of it also is like 
getting comfortable with failure. Yeah. Like, um, another example this year was um, learning to drive. I know you've uh. as well. <laughs> so I have good news, but I did, I did finally pass my driving yeah, test. Well done. Um, at the end of August. Thank you. Um, but that was after four attempts. Four. Okay. And each time I had a friend who came with me and it's really hard to get driving tests at the moment. Yes. So I did one in Lincoln, one in Chesterfield, one in Burton-on-Trent. Like, and a friend of mine came with me and she said that each time when she was waiting for me to come back and the instructor was telling me if I passed or failed, she could never tell from my reaction because <laughs> I always looked so happy. <laughs> was that the relief it of it being relief, over? <laughs> it was the relief of having done something I did not want to do. Something yes. terrifying. And still having somehow managed to get through it without having yeah. a breakdown. Yeah. And as much as I'm really happy I passed now, those yeah. three failures were actually still really vital. important. To yeah. 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 Having got through them. I mean, I was like having to like do some deep breathing before I uh-huh. got in the car. Yeah. Pop some beta blockers. Yeah. You know, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, we are such similar people. This is unnerving <laughs> because I have failed my first driving test fairly recently Uh um, and at the end of it I don't think I could have felt happier because I I did have a breakdown I full burst into tears when they asked me to uh, reverse parallel park and I went I don't know how to do that um, because I didn't and um, but at the end I thought do you know what 12 months ago I wouldn't even sit in the driver's seat of a car so regardless of it there's a different perspective on failure. There's a success in getting to the point to fail at something, right? And exactly. that's like, but we're not kind of cultivated to think in that way. Mm-hmm. We're cultivated to think of like success and failure in this binary. And then we start to punish ourselves when we fail. But actually there's so many different versions of success and you can choose to find it where yeah. you get it, right? And I don't think you can have real success that you can be proud of no. without some failures along exactly. the way. To me, otherwise it's kind of just luck. <laughs> like you need that roller coaster. Yeah. Um and there's something cheesy that I think a Do therapist it. said We're to me once on but I always remember, which is that progress isn't linear. Yeah. And it's the same in coffee, it's the same in careers. Like, you know, sometimes you take two steps forwards and one step back. Yeah. You end up back in a minimum wage job and then you find an amazing opportunity again. Like Yeah. We have this idea that our life is supposed to be this trajectory of like constantly leveling up. Yeah. But actually, like sometimes it's not that. No. And that doesn't mean failure. You fail. If it was constantly leveling up as well, I don't know about you, but I think I'd be tired. Yeah. Sometimes it's really nice when you reach a place and you can sit back and go, this is okay. Yeah, this I is can good kick enough. Back and I can look at maybe some things outside of my job as well because we don't have to be defined by our career, right? Like, look at you. You've got all of these other amazing offshoots. You've got podcasts and you're studying and you're such a creative person. I think if you were constantly just professionally leveling up, ultimately that just leads to burnout, doesn't it? It does, it does. I've definitely made that mistake before. Yeah, so yeah. I think we are pushed to feel like we have to keep moving forward but sometimes taking a step back is actually the biggest act of self-love that you can give yourself Mm -hmm. and this is something that I think kind of relates to who you are as a person in the journey that you've been on and how you found yourself like starting this podcast right this is a creative endeavor and I understand you're relaunching it soon I am indeed 
also um, got some bonus episodes coming out over the next few weeks. And then we've got season two coming in January. Some really exciting guests lined up. I'm really, really excited. Some really interesting stories to be told. So what kind of topics do you cover in the podcast? So obviously we talk a lot about mental health um, in the context of work. Mm -hmm. Um, Also uh, how we can create a sense of community. Yeah. Um, what it's like to be queer, disabled, neurodivergent in the coffee industry, in hospitality. Yeah. Um, but also we just kind of chat. What can I, I don't know if I can swear. Can I swear? Chat not. We, we chat can nonsense. swear at this point. Yeah, we can maybe edit. <laughs> chat, chat nonsense on the podcast. Yeah, and we play some silly games. I, it's really fun. And yeah. I've actually, like, even reaching out to people who I wanted to interview for yeah. it, been nervous, thinking, oh, this person wouldn't want to come on. They're not on my silly little podcast. Your great actually, podcast. Actually, um, some of those people have turned out to be, like, amazing friends now. Yeah. You know, and, like... You're building community whilst talking about community. Yeah. yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> have there been topics that you found surprising for you to cover? Has it brought up anything in you you weren't expecting? Do you know what? One of the ones that always sticks with me is was actually the first episode I released, um, which was the one with Ian, who is our UK it. barista champion. Woo! He's around somewhere. He is. Um, and there was a moment when I was saying something about how I find it hard to interact with people who come across as really arrogant. Yeah, And I find that hard, especially in coffee spaces sometimes when people are acting like they have something to prove. I find it a little bit exhausting, a little bit intimidating. Mm -hmm. And he made a really good point to me that sometimes that just comes from insecurity. Sometimes that is a cover for something that's going on deeper. And sometimes if you give that person a chance, there is actually a really great person there they just need it's a bravado. A little bit, so yeah. They, yeah. You just need to get that past that bravado. And I thought that was really interesting because I was going into it very like, no, nah, like I don't have time for that. Yeah. And it was really nice to be reminded, actually. Yeah. Give people a chance to be a little bit more patient. That's so, yeah. I mean, like you, I find arrogance hard. And I think possibly being a woman in coffee historically I've not felt like there was space for me so I've perceived arrogant people as like also belonging to a group that felt arrogant because they had been given more space than me yeah so I think I've always found it difficult like you to interact with arrogant people because I'm bringing my own historical issue to it and I have not given them the grace I'm asking them to give me by saying I wonder why you're behaving that way it doesn't necessarily make it okay. No. But I just think it's an interesting perspective. Yeah. And that it was and one of those moments where I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I was checking myself. There. I had a question that I was going to ask you as a follow-on, and this has stumped me so much because I'm like, have I just been being horrible to people who have low self-esteem? And I'm like, yeah, arrogant, don't like you. Yeah. It's true, though, isn't it? And this is why podcasts like yours and conversations like this are important because... You don't know until you know. You don't, t- unless you talk about it, mm. I would forever walk away thinking that person's arrogant and yeah. maybe call them a bad word. Don't know if we can swear. I should know the answer to that. Probably but not. Yeah. Children here oh. and dogs. 
It's funny that that's come from Ian as well, who, despite his success, is still one of the most humble, kind, yep. approachable people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Um, oh, I've forgotten what I was going to say. This happens. <laughs> this is a live podcast record. Uh, this is... You're going to edit the loud. silence out. Yeah. Or not. Um... If it no, doesn't I come it will come back to me. Yeah, we can move on. It's yeah. I think this is what happens when you come across like gems in a conversation like this. It can really change what your brain is thinking about. But this is why we don't want to script this too much. This is why we're being organic, real people because that's the exact exact point we're making, isn't it? We're not these like perfect robot people. We're real humans with stuff going on in our brains, and sometimes that means we need a minute to catch up with ourselves. Or sometimes, like me, you realise you might have been being rude to people with low self-esteem. So we're okay. We can come back to the moment. But while we're in the reprieve, let's talk about your emceeing and where it's taken you. Because I understand Athens? Yeah. Question mark? Athens was amazing. So that was the... World Coffee Championships back in oh, the summer. I think it was May. I think it was May, but I'm not 100% well, sure. Trust it might have been June. Um, yeah, that was incredible. Like, definitely one of the highlights of so my So for the people career. listening and the people in the audience, what were you doing? So it was the World Coffee Championships. So um, Barista Championships, Brewers Cup. Cup tasters and the Ibrick Chesway Championship, which is really Rad. interesting. Yeah. Um, and I was emceeing some of those. In Athens. In Athens at World of Coffee, which I never thought I would go to. And to be quite honest, like, you know, I, I had to make it into a holiday. Oh, well, yeah. Because, um, you know, it's, it's a volunteer Athens. role. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I was like, right, well, if I'm going to go to Athens to do this, then I'm going to go to Athens for a week. Yeah. Convince my partner that we should go on holiday to Greece. So that Did I that could take a lot of convincing? No, not really. I'm sold. Not really. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was amazing. And I met so many amazing people. But again, I had that feeling of like, you know, people coming up to you and, and saying things. And you're like, oh, I just... I just sort of ended up here by accident. But you know? it's not by accident. You made a conscious decision to start mm. saying yes to things. Yeah. And that has a domino effect, doesn't it? Yeah. So even before you felt ready to do certain things, by saying yes, it engendered these opportunities where you found yourself ultimately, I mean here, but before that, mm. in Athens. Yeah. Having that moment. I think it's... What it's done is made me realise... I mean... Yes, there's a lot of times when I have offered to do things or asked to do things or gone for opportunities and not got them mm. or had a no. But at the same time, if I hadn't done that, it's like that same thing we were talking yeah. about with failure. If I hadn't done that, if I hadn't asked if it was a possibility, it wouldn't have been a possibility. Yeah, you weren't on the radar. Yeah, so as much as I am just a normal person, there's so many people here who would be amazing at emceeing. Like, if they, you, you need to say that you yeah. want to do it. Yeah. You need to... And this I hate saying, just put yourself out there. That's really lame. But like, it's you not lame. Tell people that, I'm you, up for this. that you're up for yeah. it. Because when they hear that, 
there's a big chance that they'll try to get you involved. Yeah, your name is in their brain then. Yeah. And this is from a person who has anxiety that you're saying this, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? You talk about the relationship between anxiety and being like quite literally on stage with a microphone. How, what's the interplay like with I those? I mean, my heart is beating so fast right now. Even now? But it's also just sort of a adrenaline. I, I yeah. think I've just kind of learned to enjoy riding the wave okay. a little bit more. Like I just kind of let it, let it come. I think... For me, I mean, it's very different for everyone, but I try now not to get obsessed with my anxiety uh-huh. when I notice it. Yeah. It's like that thing of like noticing that it's there and then yeah. just kind of letting it, letting it do its thing. Yeah. You know? I see that feeling. Mm. I know it's there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to acknowledge it. Yeah. But I'm going to coexist with it. Exactly. It's not an easy thing to do. It's not easy and sometimes it's not possible. Yeah. You know? And that isn't failure. And, and sometimes... I'm so tired from yeah. feeling like this that it means I can't do other things. Like last night, I really, really wanted to go to like um, one of the after festival events. Yeah. Got back to the hotel room and realized how completely socially exhausted I was. Yeah. And from feeling that adrenaline, that anxiety rush all day, I was like, do you know what? Like as much as I want to be there, I want to put myself out there. I want to chat to people. Ultimately, I need to listen to my body right yeah. now, which is telling me, just go to bed. Just sit silently in a room. <laughs> and did you? In the I end? did. I ordered well tacos and I sat in bed in the hotel tacos. room. Yeah, It's a hard thing to do, though, especially when we're all together in one place like this. You get the fear of missing fear, out. Fear of missing out. Exactly. Yeah, I felt like, real. oh, what am I missing? Oh, they yeah. must be having so much fun yeah. without me, you know. But ultimately, I knew I was coming back again today. Yeah. And by saying no to that, it means you can say yes to other things, right? And it's about, I suppose, learning your limitations and when is the right time to listen to your body and maybe when is the time to acknowledge the feeling but carry on anyway. Do you have tips? Like, is this something you've learned as a practice to sit with these feelings or... Asking for tips is putting you on the spot in quite a big way, I appreciate. But Um, asking for a friend, and by a friend I mean (laughs) me. I do think... It comes from practice. Yeah. I think that in no way have I mastered it. Okay. Um, but I think I've got slightly better at it. And so, like, each time is, is slightly less hard okay. and slightly less uncomfortable. Um, I'm not someone who has a lot of practice sitting with my emotions. I spent a long time... A long part of my life, like living fully in survival mode and yeah. just not having time for them. Like they, that was like I don't, I don't have time for that. Just focusing on getting through another day, yep. and um, so it's hard. I mean, therapy has helped a lot. With such a um, fan of therapy, yeah. everybody, if you can access it, get therapy. Yeah. I am having therapy. That's the thing as well. It's not just about talking. For me, a lot of it was being able to sit there. And feel sad in a space where I felt okay. Yeah. To allow myself to feel sad. Yeah. And having that practice over and over. Now I've kind of got to the point where I'm here and I've got a little bit of a lump in my throat. I know. I'm but I'm okay with it. You know, I'm not. I, I'm not running away from it. Um. But also, you know, getting as much support as you can. Yeah. From people who understand what's going on. Getting medication, if that's going to be something that's helpful to you, there's no shame in that. Like, Absolutely I'm on antidepressants. Not. I take beta blockers when I need them, yeah. you know? And, um, yeah, I think I'm reaching out for help. Yeah. 
And when you talk about support, what does that what does that mean to you? What does it look like? Is it someone checking in, saying how are you? Is it someone giving you space when you need it? Support can mean a lot of things. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's hard because no one's a mind reader. No. And I think that um, it can be hard when you feel like people aren't giving you the support that you want to be getting. Yeah. So something I've had to learn is what I want from people. I think yeah. I didn't really know before what I wanted to receive in terms of support. But being able to say, sometimes when I'm in a better place before I get to that point, mm -hmm. to a friend or to a colleague, when this happens, it would mean a lot to me if you could do this. Yeah. Or even in the moment, being able to say, can you just come and sit with me? Yeah. Or can I get some space right now? Or, you know, like can I take a random day off work and just decompress? Like, yeah. you know, and, and having the ability and the kind of self-awareness to know what you need from other people and be able to say what you need. Yeah. Such a big thing. I mean, I'm still working on it, yeah. but yeah. It's incredible to hear you speak because I feel like I can hear the interplay between what you've been studying but also what you've lived. And it's, I'm probably going to get emotional. I knew this was going to happen. But thank you for sharing, because it is hard. It is hard. Probably going to lose it now. That's okay. I said this would happen. You go. Is this Nat? Nat is bringing me some blue roll because I'm feeling big feelings, and that's okay. I think what is wonderful to hear is the grace you're giving yourself to feel everything that you felt and progress in the way that you are and talk about needing support. Because when you actually need it, you have to like yourself enough to ask for it. And it's so great to hear yeah. that you're in the place to do that. And I think it's very empowering to talk about it. I might ask you to talk a little bit while I swallow the big fat lump in my throat. Because you take your time. Feeling Stop all these laughing at her. feelings and that's just, just laughing. Away. <laughs> I told everybody uh, that I'd cry during this one. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate you saying that because it's not been without a lot of work. Yeah, I and know that. Yeah. And a lot of setbacks yeah. as well, you know. Um, moments in my career when I think I could have gone further or taken on certain emotions and I turned them down yeah. or I wasn't... I wasn't capable at the time, you know, I dropped out of two uni courses, yeah. which, you know, were good. Like one of them, I liked it. I liked what I was studying, but I couldn't handle the environment that I found myself yeah. in. And it's hard to look back and think about those things that you lost along the way. And grieve but, them, yeah. Yeah, but ultimately, like, that was part of getting to this yeah. point and you do have to... You have to look back, yeah, with, with kindness and give yourself some, some grace, yeah. some patience. Yeah. Because, yeah, progress I, isn't linear. I was going to say, we've like inadvertently created a theme for this discussion, haven't we? That progress isn't linear and that failure is not failure yeah. at all. So we've felt big feelings. Yeah. We're moving towards the end of the conversation and I'm aware that we might not have covered everything you wanted to chat about. Was there anything else that you wanted to speak about before I derailed everything by um, crying? 
No, I, I mean, I think this has been a really great conversation. It's amazing to be having this conversation here. Yeah. Um, and as Coffee much as it Festival. feels exposing, it also feels like a really empowering moment. Yeah. And it's definitely what I want to be doing. What I want to be standing for is admitting the things that we find hard, admitting yeah. when we're terrified, admitting when we've made mistakes because that authenticity is what brings us closer to people. Absolutely. If we're all walking around pretending to be perfect, we're not we're not able to get close. It's not real connection, yeah. And if you can't cry on stage at Manchester Coffee Festival, where can you cry? It makes you feel better. I cried in Yo Sushi the other day. Excellent. <laughs> that makes you feel tremendous. If people want to follow up, because this is such a short time frame for the big topics that we've covered, where can people find you to follow up on anything? Your podcast, you as a person, things of that nature? Best place is probably Instagram. Um, you can find the podcast on at Big Slip Energy. Um, and then, yeah, listen to the podcast. There'll be some new episodes coming out soon. But I am doing my best not to burn out, so that's hard to be put on hold for a yes. little bit. Um, but I'm really looking forward to having time to bring that back and, and do it in the way I want to do it. Brilliant. It's going to be Brilliant. good. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you for being the person that you are. Thank you for going on the journey that you've been on and sharing it and exposing yourself. It's really difficult to do that. Thank you for putting up with me, feeling feelings right in your face. Um, it's always just tremendous to chat to you. Thank, thank you, you for giving me space to do this. It's, it's been really amazing, nice. and I really love what you guys are doing with Bruno over as well. Thank you so much. The, the ultimate so podcast much. collaboration. <laughs> We're pretty proud of it as yes. well. <laughs> and thank you to the people who stuck around for the live record. I know it's late in the day, and we've had a big weekend. Uh, this episode will probably drop next year, bring it over. Thank you for coming to Manchester Coffee Festival. Thank you for loving coffee, loving people, being kind. Thank you to Nat. Thank you to Phil for doing all the sounds as well. And enjoy the rest of your day. Yes. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Well, I'm very proud of our vulnerabilities and the topics we cover. They are important things to bring to the forefront. And, and I just can't stress enough how like cool I think Helena is. A theatre kid, a coffee kid, a brain person, just wonderful wonderful human being so um yeah reach out and connect with big slurp energy as well it's a it's a super good podcast brian uh and m have been guests like crossover guests from our podcast mm -hmm. and theirs um and uh as nervous as i was about doing a live podcast record i obviously enjoyed it because i've decided we should do it again hannah so lovely <laughs> listeners <Yes. laughs> Watch this space for news of the next live podcast record of Brewing It Over at one of our festivals. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Or if you were on a festival and would like to see Brewing It Over at your event, <laughs> get in touch. Yes. <laughs> we're happy to go on tour. <laughs> Can't hear this in the record, but I am wiggling my eyebrows seductively at this suggestion. Yes. Invite <laughs> us. We're fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, great. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening, and we'll catch you for the next episode of Brewing It Over. Bye. Adios.